people of Earth, when you hear this voice, you know what time it is. It is time for Who News? News you won't remember next week. Vaughn Joseph here, giving you a little information to get you on with your hotter than Satan's toenails week. It is Tuesday, July the 19th, National Daiquiri Day, National Words with Friends Day. Stick around. We got news that you just can live without. Who knows? Let's go. All right. There's some casual, smooth tones for you guys. No coffee today. A little different format today because it's a hundred and four degrees today, you guys. It's really, really hot. Really, really hot. That's why. I don't have a shirt on today. So if you're only listening and you want to see my disgustingly fat, hairy chest body, you need to head over to the YouTube channel. (laughs) Anyway, moving right along, as always, we do National Calendar Day, On This Day in History, Weird News, TMZ News, and some kind of real news. So let's just get on with it because it's hot. As I have said, it's hot, hot, hot. And I want to turn these lights off. So I didn't get to you guys yesterday. I was working on a project. Um, Toys that built America. So if you want to go and see that, it'll be on, I think, A&E Network America. I don't think we have A&E here. Um, So shouts to the Jerry Lawson family. Jerry Lawson was the guy that created the video game cartridge, you guys. Uh, He created the cartridge. He created, uh, go watch it when it comes out. Toys That Built America. It was a miniseries, limited series. I think I'm in episode one. So as indicated, July 19th, it's the 200th day of the year. It is the 29th week of the year, and the year is 55% behind us. National Words with Friends Day. This isn't even a game anymore, is it? (laughs) July 19th, National Words with Friends Day recognizes friendly competition and smart wordplay. The celebration also honors the 2009 launch of the popular game franchise. Is it even around anymore? Shouldn't it be National Wordle Day now? I don't even play that one, but it seems to be the poppin' game. So let's update that. But in better news for all you alcoholics or people that like to get your drink on, it is National Daiquiri Day. Whether that be a strawberry daiquiri, is there a coconut daiquiri, pineapple daiquiri? I don't know. Go have a nice, cool, frosty, icy drink. It's like a slushy or a slurpy for grown folks. Hmm. That's what's up. On this day in history, 1971. Okay, I get to pronounce stuff, as you may or may not know, that I don't normally know how to pronounce. So when I mess it up, hey, deal with it, because I have to. 1971, Ukrainian boxer and politician Vitaly Klitschko was born. Uh, Howard Schultz, an American businessman, 1953. George McGovern, U.S. Senator, 1922. That was 100 years ago, folks. 1860, American murder suspect Lizzie Borden was born. And French artist Edgar Degas, 1834. 1848, wow, 1800s was popping today. U.S. women's suffrage movement began on this day in 1848. The women's suffrage movement in the United States was launched with the opening of the Seneca Falls Convention, which sought to gain certain rights and privileges for women, notably the right 
to vote. Um, 2014 actor uh, James Garner, who was probably best known for Maverick and the Rockford Files, died at age 86 on this day. Um, 2007, the first episode of Mad Men aired. I still have never seen that. It's one of those things where once you missed it, you just missed the, the thing. It's kind of like watching Game of Thrones now. You know, there's no hysteria around it. The buzz is gone or, or lost. <laughs> that was my first binge was lost. It was so popular. And then it made it to Netflix. And this is when Netflix used to send you DVDs. So I got the DVD series and I watched it. Um, okay, what else happened? Anything interesting? A lot of black and white pictures. As you know, I don't like to go this far back in history because it's usually just people doing horrible, horrible things to people. Um, the 1980, the Summer Olympics opened in Moscow, though some 60 countries refused to attend because of the Soviet Union's invasion of Afghanistan in 1979. See, largest boycott in the history of the Olympics. Uh, American wild animal, animal tamer Clyde Beatty, who was known for his fighting act, which was designed to show his courage and mastery of the ferocious animals under his control. So this is while he died in 1962. Maybe he got ate by a tiger. I don't know. Um, an assassination uh yeah see this is when things get wild we're moving on we're moving on we're moving on to the weird news from the website the mirror over here in the uk um it's a bit wild times as always in case you don't know so shouts to you first time listeners that maybe uh, aren't familiar with what goes on here. I need some different music. That's not good for weird news. Here we go. Um, I read news. I don't vet any of these stories. I have no idea what I'm about to read. I see some headlines. I read them and then decide if they're worthy of being clicked. So will I take the bait? We will find out. So car tires at risk of popping during UK heat wave. Worrying sign to look out for. And as you know, if you are a uh, regular listener, all three of you, I love these adjectives they use to describe women on this website. It seems that women are always fuming, enraged, gobsmacked, and something. So we've got our first mom who's fuming. Mom fumes as neighbors park car in her driveway and block son out of flat. Son spelled S-U-N, guys. Not talking about her kid. I think she's probably grateful today. You don't want the sun coming through your windows, lady. It's 104 degrees. Have you not seen the weather forecast? Tell your neighbors thank you. Why you should never eat asparagus in a heat wave or drink smoothies. Clicking on that one because it's relevant for you guys today. If you're eating and drinking certain things, you could actually be dehydrating yourself without realizing, but there are things you can consume which will help you stay hydrated. So I think we can safely assume that's why you shouldn't eat asparagus or drink smoothies in a heat wave. They probably just got to tell you why. Oh, wait. Okay. We'll just read it. With temperatures set to hit record highs today, 41 degrees in some areas, that's 105. America. Uh, we're all looking to eat and drink things that will be beneficial to us in a heat wave. According to research carried out by Forbes, there are certain foods and drinks you should be avoiding to stay hydrated as possible. Asparagus is not hydrating because it's a natural diuretic, which rids the body of excess fluid, meaning you need to 
<laughs> it says we. <laughs> I love it. Means you need the we more. That means pee in America, guys. Um, and lose the fluid that you consume. So if you're trying to lose some extra body weight, go eat some asparagus. It not will only take the water out of your body, but it will make it smell amazing once it hits the toilet salty snacks obviously salty stuff makes you thirsty that's why there's always salty peanuts and pretzels at a bar bread although not terribly high in salt per slice is one of the most common reasons behind people having too much salt in their diet bread is often used at all meal times and even for snacks so can add up to high salt intake cured meats you shouldn't be eating those anyway sugary treats when you consume sugar, the kidneys react similarly to when they encounter salt and pull water from other parts of the body as the kidneys don't want excess sugar in your bloodstream. So stay away from that stuff as well. Um, yeah, I think we get it. Let's go drink some water. Have some, don't have any asparagus. Hot water bottle can help you sleep in UK heat wave, but only if you use it correctly. <laughs> I'm a hairdresser. Here's what we mean when we say we'll be back in a minute. It means you're going to have a cigarette or go have some food because you're working client to client to client to client. Uh, I'm assuming. Mom's genius water bottle hack keeps her son hydrated throughout the day in UK heat wave. Don't care. I don't have any kids. If you do, you know where to find that article. People share worst sunburn ever with one woman having embarrassing crisscross. Okay. Sleep expert shares best position to try for a good night's rest during heat wave. <laughs> Feet outside the blanket, it's a it's a heat leak point. Heat leak point. Did I say leak or leaked? Anyway. Couple spend five thousand on a zero waste bedding complete with recycled fabric. Oh boy. Okay, come on, guys. I know it's hot, but can we get something? Mom pushed over by parent in sports day race declares war after needing first aid. <laughs> I love working in UK's rudest restaurant. It's my goal to make the customers cry. I'm clicking on the bait. Where is this place? Warning, adult language. Ooh. I visited Karen's Diner, which has become known as UK's rudest restaurant. As staff are purposely mean to customers and attempt to speak to a an attempt to speak to a professional Karen. I don't understand what that means, but all right, let's take a look. <laughs> I've grimaced through a fair few awkward interviews in my time. I'm reading an article, obviously, you guys, by Julia Banham, The Mirror. And should have guessed a professional Karen would be a tough cookie to crack. However, nothing could have prepared me for a for foul mouth Mika or perpetually peeved host at the newly opened branch of Karen's Diner in Prestwich, Greater Manchester. For those yet to enjoy the unique experience, an evening at Karen's Diner typically involves being shouted at and insulted from the moment you've ordered to your table to the time you've impolitely instructed to funk off. The retro diner chain thought to be among the rudest restaurants in the UK prides itself on delivering good food and very rude service with relentlessly blunt hosts point blank refusing to break character even for a moment. Okay, that's healthy. That's healthy. Oh, jeez. You should read this article. I won't say the stuff that they're saying. I want to go here. Take one of your rude friends there and see, and see what pops off. 
This is stupid. Why would you even have a... So people pay a lot of money to be insulted. People will pay. And I'm sure there's OnlyFans pages where you can just get told, cussed out. Mom pushed over. We said that. I love working in UK's Roots restaurant. We just opened that one. Next page. Mom mauled to death after bigger than lion, extra large bully dog suddenly snapped. Okay. Mom of two, Joanne Robinson, 43, was mauled to death by her pet dog, American Bully. It's a bulldog. XL dog in an attack at her home, which almost killed her partner, who is still recovering in the hospital. Wow. Pictures have been released of a woman mauled to death by her own dog in a brutal attack, which almost killed her partner as well. The victim, 43-year-old mom of two, Joanne Robinson, was attacked in her home by one of the family's two American bulldogs, Bully XL Dogs. She is understood to have been pinned under the jaws of the pet named Rocco after coming home from a night out. Her partner, Jamie, 42, suffered devastating injuries to his face, hands, and chest as he tried to pull the animal away from her and is still recovering. <clears throat> he has reportedly undergone skin grafting for the potentially life-changing injuries. Joanne was earlier described as a beautiful angel by her friends in tributes left to her home in West Melton near Rotherham, South Yorkshire. Um. Wow. So that's the dog. That little ass dog. I mean, I said that, but that dog got a big head. He looks like he's got some strong jaws. But he also now I I don't want to judge. You know how you look, can't judge a book by its cover, whether it be a human or an animal. But some animals they have that look like, yo, get out of here. And this dog just has this look, this psychotic look in his eyes that I would never want to have this dog in my house, man. I wouldn't want to be around this dog. Um, I mean, some dogs, I don't know. It's just it's a tragic story. I'm not trying to victim blame or anything like that, but I just wouldn't want that dog around me. Uh, I'm not suggesting that all dogs are bad, but that dog just looks scary. Woman branded unreasonable for cursing neighbors after for cursing neighbors using their own pool in heat wave. Okay. Okay. I'm in and I see a next story already up that I want to see. <laughs> Woman branded unreasonable for cursing neighbors using their own pool in the heat wave. Getting into a pool and having a splash about makes the heat wave seem a little better, doesn't it? But if you're not the one in the pool, and you're listening to your neighbors being noisy during the heat wave, it may make the heat almost unbearable. One woman has taken a mom's net. Immediately, you know that this is just a... All right. I, tr I try to save the commentary. Normally, what I was doing, and which I should go back to doing, is saving the commentary for, uh, you know, a separate video. And not... Anyway, doesn't matter. Because I was posting these on LinkedIn before, and I decided that was not a good move. So she's taken the mom's net to complain about her noisy neighbors. She wrote, I live in a terrace, so very close proximity to each other. The neighbor next door has a big pool crammed, crammed into the backyard. British people don't say backyard, they say garden. I'm starting to think this is an American woman and now I'm starting to feel embarrassed. 
crammed into the backyard. She's been practically living in the garden all week. Now she says garden. She has, she has the one toddler, a boy, who seems to be quite naughty. All, all I hear all day through my open windows, shut your windows. It's hot outside. You're letting the dragon in, lady. It's your own fault. Is happy screaming, angry screaming, crying, lots of splashing. Woo! One, two, three, go. High five. All kinds of pool stuff that you would expect to hear. Must have heard the child's name about a hundred times today. Then finally went inside at about seven. But not before I heard her say they'll come back out tomorrow. I'm cursing that pool. Get a BB gun. Get yourself a BB gun and pop that pool. <laughs> That's what I suggest you do. You can get a little, get a, an airsoft rifle and just pop it. Ruin their summer. Be the Grinch. Before she got, <laughs> before she got it, they never went in the garden. They lived next door for two years and I never heard a peep from them. I don't think the pool's even safe. <laughs> it's quite deep. <laughs> she set up, she set up a slide going into it. And then there's the environmental impact of filling it up every day. They shouldn't be filling it up. There should, there she shouldn't be filling it up. I got, I, I feel you on that one. We need to get rid of this pillow. There we go. Nice cool leather, baby. One said, given how hot it is, excuse me, given how hot it has been and will be again, you are being unreasonable to resent them being in the pool all day unless you're jealous. That's what it sounds like. She's a hater. You could ask them to keep the shouting down, but if they want a pool, it's their right to have one, one suggested. It kind of is, isn't it? It's funny to be here because things are different. Another said, you haven't heard a peep out of them in two years, so I just grin and bear it. You sound irritated that they're finally using their garden. Living in a terrace house means accepting that someone, someone's... That's really bad grammar, my favorite thing to set off my spectrum disorder. Living in a terraced house means accepting that someone's there old sometimes. I can't read. See, it's not even my, it's not even their fault. It's my fault. Sometimes there'll be noise. Hope the naughty boy has a delightful day in the pool tomorrow. <laughs> People aren't liking this person. Oh, bore off. A toddler having fun in his own pool in his own garden. It'll be raining again before you know it. One fumed. All right, moving on to the next story. I don't even know how long we've been recording. I don't have a timestamp up. This doesn't help, does it, guys? House of Shame, owned by a mysterious tenant who allowed courting couples to visit. Does that mean they could just come and have sex out of wedlock? Okay. This is a story that I saw that I wanted to read. And I want you guys to comment if you're watching this on the YouTube. If you're this deep into the video on the YouTube, I, I love you. I appreciate you. I refuse to swap seats on a plane so that mom could sit with toddler. It's not my problem. <laughs> I love when people are like, fuck this. When it comes to swapping seats on transport, there could be all sorts of etiquette rules to follow if someone has paid extra for a specific seat on a train or plane. They're unlikely to want to give it up for someone who, see, who they see as a lesser option. Yeah, I don't want to pay for speedy boarding and get these first five rows and it has to be moved to row eight. 
This can often cause quite a stir, with many feeling entitled to get the seat they want no matter what. One plane passenger has recently shared how they... I bet you it was on Mumsnet again. Shared how they faced a situation they couldn't believe the audacity of a woman on their flight. Oh, it's a man, so it's going to be Reddit. Responding to a Reddit thread about people being irritating when they asked to swap, the anonymous person explained they'd been asked by a mum if they could swap seats to sit beside their toddler. Why would you book seats and they're not, and you have a toddler and they're not right next to each other? Commentary. The passenger sat in a bulkhead window spot while the mom was in the row behind in the middle seat. They claimed they felt it was an inferior trade, so they denied the request and remained sat beside the toddler claiming it was not their problem. I wouldn't move to a middle seat. Are you kidding me? A bulkhead window spot. I don't know what that means, but it's a window seat. To a middle a middle seat? Middle seat? I mean, only because it's a toddler. I'm, talk to the people behind you. Anyway, commentary. The mom is said to have been unhappy about this, but they, but, they, but they say she did not ask anyone else to swap seats despite seeming to know the other person sat around them. So she knew the, she knew the person said, oh, that's not, that's foul. The post read, had a, the post read, had a woman ask me to change on a T-Pack, I don't know what T-Pack means. Trans-Pacific Atlanta, I don't know. T-Pack flight from Japan. I was bulk head window and her toddler daughter was in the middle next to me while she was in the middle seat in the row behind me she asked me and just me to switch with her so she could have my window seat next to her daughter and i take her middle seat a row back hell the f no not my problem they didn't book together Worse is we were surrounded by others from her tour group that she could have asked for a three-way trade instead or the tour operator. The audacity to ask just me and expect an inferior trade on my side. I'm mad at him. Fellow Reddit users then became curious as to how the passenger fared sitting next to a toddler for the duration of the flight. They added... I love it when they added is on here. The combination of a sleeping pill and the fact that she was very well behaved made it a very pleasant trip. The mother made a nuisance of herself a bit, likely as punishment for me not moving. But once the pill kicked in, it was smooth sailing. So he was uh, sleeping with Prince Valium. Good for him. And there's all kinds of comments. Stop flying 12 years ago. Horrendous weights both end at the air and then the cabins is on edge of suffocation. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Penny pitching. Travelers gambling that someone will cave in emotionally and give up their seat. Not me. I was asked by a woman who wanted to sit next to her 16-year-old son, wanting me to sit in a row next to her husband and five-year-old. I said, fine. I paid an extra 30 bucks to book the extra leg room. So if she reimbursed me and threw in another 10, she could have it. <laughs> Shouts to Tobias Jug for uh, for that response. Yeah, you can have the seat. Run me my money. Show me, and plus 10. I used to do that as a joke when I'd see a busy parking lot and I have a, I always get a good, nice parking spot. I'm good like that. I'm like, hey, uh, 
I wasn't planning on leaving, but uh, if you want this spot, give me five dollars. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's try and get one more in, and then we can get out of TMZ. Maybe I always say that. I'm not sad. I'm not reading that. Passenger bemused as woman on flight tells him to stop speaking to his own child. Air flight has just gotten wild. You need some some noise canceling headphones and just don't and just ignore everybody, or else you're gonna end up kicking off. You're gonna end up getting into a fight. There's gonna be some drama. Woman pinching herself with CrossFit World final spot after devastating diagnosis schools to close down or finish early with kids told to wear a pe kit to keep cool cinema offers free entry to help brits escape heat but only if they got red hair what man that's wild that's discriminatory so i'm supposed to be outside roasting anyway queen's hilarious quip i don't care what the queen Oh, wait, ghost captured on camera. We got to go back. Bride to be baffled. See, there's another one. She's baffled. <laughs> My dog groomer returned the wrong dog to me. I lived with it for four months. What? <laughs> oh, come on. My. G- all right. I'm reading all the other stories around it. A woman is taken to Reddit to share how her dog groomer returned the wrong dog to her. And she spent four months living with it all while wondering what was wrong with her usually friendly dog. <laughs> she didn't know. It's a crossbreed of a German Shepherd Newfoundland dog. That's a very unique breed. It's not even a breed. It's a unique combo. She brought the dog back after grooming, but before even walking out the door, the woman started to question her dog's behavior, saying she was acting differently to her normal, happy self. As soon as you called the dog and the dog was, like, ignoring you, I would have thought you would have known. Speaking to Reddit, the woman said, when we got her back from her haircut, she began to act very strange. Physically, she was uh, she was identical, but mentally, she was not there. Is that the dog? Well, that's not a good-looking dog. That's a weird-looking breed, crossbreed. But that one's cute. He looks crazy. Still puzzled by her dog, but this dog bonded with me and ignored my father, brother, and neighbors. And she changed her entire routine with the family. It's interesting when you have a dog that gets brought into a different situation because now it's like, all right, who's going to feed me? That's all a dog cares about. Who's going to feed me? Who's going to rub my belly? I'll bond with you. The rest of you people, get the hell away from me. Anyway... Hopefully she got her dog back. I don't care enough to keep reading. I thought it was going to be better than that. Family held gender reveal party. Yawn. Woman hailed over 16 cent hack to make fans even cooler during sweltering heat wave. Iceland supermarket lets customers chill out in freezer aisle during heat wave. Dad complains about teen's extreme theme park outfit that made him uncomfortable. Shut up. She probably had a little bit of booty hanging out and you didn't know what to deal with it. On to the TMZ. The weird news is boring me. Chelsea Handler and Joe Coy split after one year of dating. I didn't even know they were dating. Um, Johnny Depp's mystery redhead revealed as French teacher for upcoming movie. Okay. Sesame Place video, family of denied kids, lawyers up. 
fear incident was racial. Oh, come on. All right, so I, I don't know if you guys know this or not. This is the only TMZ story I'm going to touch on, then I'm going to get to the real news and get you out of here. So I saw a video on TikTok or somewhere somebody sent me yesterday. It's a Sesame Street character, some guy in a costume. He, it looks like he's high-fiving or shaking hands with all these kids in a line. And then he gets to the end. Uh, I'm trying to remember this from memory. It was just yesterday. And it was there was a young black girl. And it looks like he goes, like he's like, ah, eh, you know, or, or something like, I'm not shaking your hand. Like, it, it almost looked like he knew the kid and was like, that, ah, you know, or the kid. And I'm like, where's the whole video? Because maybe the kid did something earlier and, and whatever. So now the kid's parents are lawyering up. Every, this is an American thing. They're a very litigious society. And I, I'm not going to say that I've not done the same. Apple. But quit doing us wrong and you don't have to get sued because they just blow you off. Like, well, we're a corporation and you're just nobody. Just like the people that repaired my car, Pronto in Peterborough. Yes, I'm naming and shaming. One of their insurers backs into my car and they return it in a different color. That's normal. Commentary for later, please. Shut up. A viral moment at Sesame Place Amusement Park appears to show Muppet character Rosita ignoring or rejecting two black children. Okay, I only saw one in the video. And now their family's retaining an attorney in, in, to investigate and possibly sue. Biavri Lamar is the attorney repping the family who entered, first of all, first off, let me tell you something. Uh, black people all over the world this is controversial, a, a controversial opinion to some. Don't, I'm not going to say it. Anyway, I'm not going to say it. Diavri Lamar is the attorney repping the family who interacted with Rosita at the Philadelphia park. And he tells TMZ, see, that's a guy. I don't know. They want to investigate the incident by interviewing other people who were in attendance and evaluating other Rosita videos popping up online. The other clips allegedly show similar situations. Rosita refusing to high-five or interact with kids of color. Lamar says all options are on the table for them, including a lawsuit. In case you missed it, video spread of Saturday's incident showing the character giving high-fives to people in front of the two young girls and allegedly gesturing to them but denying them the opportunity to interact as well. The family says they're completely appalled by what they call the intentional mistreatment of the young girls. They claim they were verbally told no during the brief exchange. Sesame Street gives out a response. Let's see if I can read this because it's really tiny. Our brand, our park, and our employees stand for inclusivity and equality in all forms. The performer portraying Rosita character has confirmed that the no hand gesture seen several times in the video was not directed at, of course they're going to say that. I'm not going to keep reading that. Who cares? They also aren't buying Sesame Place's response, which came so, which came soon after the clip went viral, saying they quickly addressed the behavior of the employee. Lamar says, while we hate to rush to judgment to consider race as the motivation, motivating factor to explain the performer's actions, such actions both before and after the young girl's request only lead to one conclusion. Racism. Right. Activist Tamika Mallory joined us Monday, us being TMZ, on TMZ Live. She was one of the first to put Sesame Place on blast after its response. She says it's nothing more than gaslighting, and it adds insult to injury. She spoke with the mother of the girls who had 
who is lit really hurt by what she sees as a lack of apology. <sighs> All right. That, that's wild. I saw it and I was like, really? He just really just, just, it was like when somebody goes to give you a high five and you go, psych, or I thought you had a friend. You know, it was wild. Wild. I don't even want to talk about any more TMZ news. I had to deal with some racism myself. I was away the last, this is why we didn't do the show yesterday. I've been away for the last week in Norwich. Big, big issue. I thought I was going to Sweden first off. That, so you can imagine my excitement. I went and got a brand new suitcase to travel and everything. A nice, strange color so I can go through the airport in style. I got my projects mixed up. <laughs> They're like, hey, they want to offer you the job. I was like, dope. I'm going to Sweden. I don't even care if it's not that much money. I'm going to Sweden. I'm contacting friends back home. Yo, you're Swedish. Are you in Sweden right now? I want to be in Sweden for a week. And then production calls me and I go, what airport do I need to get to? She's like, you're not flying. You're just, you can drive to Norwich. Norwich. Didn't I say this on the last show? Norwich is like going to Barstow if you live in LA and you thought you were going to Honolulu. Norwich is like being told that you're going to Miami for a vacation and you live in Akron, Ohio, and they send you to Wichita, Kansas. Norwich is like going to thinking that you're going to Paris and you end up going to the Ukraine right now. That's not fair. Ukraine is, was nice. I've, I've been there. Last year I was there. Shouts to Polina from Ukraine. Scientists are working on a drug that lets you live for 200 years. This keeps popping up on my feed. And this is an old story. Well, not old, older than a week. It's 101 degrees officially right now, folks. We've surpassed triple digits. We've reached triple digits. Surpassed the double digits. Seth Myers can't get over one weird element of Sydney. Who cares? T Easy Money, airport worker who stuffed great. Oh, come on. Sorry. The stories are just scrolling by too fast. Anyway, should we just do a poll question and just get out of here? I don't want to talk about Millie Vanilli. Congratulations to Ben Benifer. 20 years later, however long ago they were dating, and now they're married. Ben Affleck, J-Lo. Love conquers all. Invasive pest. Okay, knock it off. You're, you're scrolling too fast, man. Invasive pest ready to swarm and eat its way across America. You hear that, America? Your relatives are coming. The brutal new Netflix Netflix series that people say is too hard to watch. Elba. Don't watch it. It's too hard. Poll questioning. I'm going home. Got to turn these lights off. It's getting too warm down here. Ruining the cool nature of being in this studio. Because all these lights and cameras and computers and stuff are heating it up, baby. Poll question. This is a dumb question. Do you spend too much time on your smartphone? If everyone should be answering yes. Check your screen times. I click yes. 
56% people say no out of 63,000 plus. 31 said yes. 31% of the people are not being honest with themselves. All right, here's a little better question. What do you spend the most time on, time doing on your phone, emailing or texting, social media, browsing news, sports, etc., or talking? I will say probably email and texting because I don't really use my phone for anything else because I can't see anything on it because it's too small. 27%. Wow, this is a pretty even spread. It's kind of like having a shotgun. It's got to get spread. 27% said talking. 27 said browsing news, sports, etc. 27% said emailing and texting of 49,134 people. 19% said social media. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I'm Vaughn Joseph. We're out of here. Bye.